Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Hey, everybody, it's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs podcast. We are thrilled <laughs> to death that you are listening to our show. Yes. Today. Today. Uh, th- this day happens to be a very sunny and already warm and a little bit sultry mm. uh, uh, I think Saturday I the, morning. I feel the vapors I feel the vapors. <laughs> How the kitten, Timmy. Uh, so... Uh, and then, but uh, not for everybody. And by not for everybody, I mean our illustrious guests, plural, plural guests. Uh, guests, yeah. who are you? I'm Marcus Reeves. And I'm Izzy Reeves. And we're Reeves Electro. Yay. All right. Uh, officially okay. a team. I like it. I like <laughs> and it. And it's raining. And it's, <laughs> of yes, course. It's raining. Is it? Is it hot rain? Well, where are you calling from? <laughs> uh, Britain in the summer. Ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, ta-da, no surprises. Are you, and, and, and so people can imagine a, um, a very crude map, where about in Britain are you? Uh, right in the navel. Okay. Basically, right in the right, right in the middle, the <laughs> middle of the belly of England. I got right you. in the centre. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Um, and you're calling from your shop, uh, which both yeah. of you are working in, and that really is the big story that we're going to be getting to, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, you've heard Marcus on the show before. You no doubt are familiar with the incredible pedals he's been uh, building uh, in the last uh, couple of years. And um, now we've got uh, a new branch coming off, and um, we're very excited to hear about what's going on and what Izzy has to do with it. Mm. Yeah, um, should be good. Yes, indeed. Um, Now, before we get going, where can people go to check out the wares that you make? Okay, well, uh, we've got uh, reeveselectro.co.uk is our website and uh, also uh, Instagram, at Reeves Electro, is uh, where I post a couple of times a day. That's really where you want to get the uh, the latest kind of information. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's that. Do, have, have you had to hire somebody to handle your new Threads account? <laughs> oh, man. I did, Why? I did a couple of days Why? and then got bored. I just, uh. just, just, no, I've never Twittered. Um, and I'm not really going to thread either, I don't think. Yeah. I think that's a euphemism yeah. in England. But anyways. Yes, um, it probably is. <laughs> uh, no, I, I see there. We, you know, but it was one of those things. It's like, okay, well, b- based on what happens in social, it's like, I, I guess I got to attempt this and see what happens. And, mm. um, you know, and I, I got a couple posts up on Guitar Knobs as well as Flint Electronics and the Valentinos and and I'm just like uh, all right. Anyways, <laughs> so that was that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know that I'll be spending much time on there. Um, no. Anyhow, we're we've got a couple of announcements real quick. Uh, first of all, we um, have mentioned we've got some fantastic guests lined up. Um, yes, we I, do. I mentioned that on the last one. No doubt you have already heard the episode with Copper Sound about DIY uh, breadboarding and pedal building and all that kind of stuff. And so we encourage you, please go get yourself some of that action. That's it's right. Really, really good stuff. Thank you, Stella. I have to say. Yeah. Well, will we have uh, given away the prizes by this time? Uh, 
Ooh, that's a good question. I think no, we wouldn't. But if you're listening now, which would have been a week a week after we did that episode. No, we will not have given it away yet. So there might still be time. I can't guarantee that, but there might still be time ah. for that giveaway. But that is only for um, our Patreon supporters. So yes. our, our grand poobahs and our executive producers. So it would make sense if they haven't already gone over to Patreon.com to go over to Patreon.com and be eligible for one of two Special prize giveaways. And eligible for things that we're working towards uh, in uh, the late summer and fall and winter and stuff. Because there's, yeah. there's going to be a lot more. Oh, yes. All right. This is a great little message that we got from our new executive producer, Christopher Logan. Oh, yeah. It says, hey, guys, I've been listening to you for about a year. And to show my appreciation for all you do by supporting the podcast, you can keep it going. I've been playing guitar for a number of years and got my start in high school a long, long time ago, playing in a jazz band. As a casual player, I still enjoy playing jazz, but also rock, surf rock, and ambient. Uh, and he says, below, and these are my answers to your questions, because everybody that, that joins, we ask them a whole bunch of questions. He says, my main gear, I have a few guitars, but my favorite is the Fender Baja Telly, Butterscotch. Hmm that my better half gifted me for my birthday a few years back. I primarily play through a Fender Mustang GTX 100. Okay. Yeah, I actually had one of those. Yeah, I know. I remember that. Uh, I have a diverse collection of pedals, which I just put into a Fender pedal board. Thanks to the mention for a few shows back, it is my first real pedal board and had so much fun building it out. Okay, as I mentioned before, so this is, I'm parentheses, I'm stepping aside here, diversion. Um, I, we've crafted a, 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 something to secure your power supply in the new Fender pedal boards. If you are having trouble with your power supply slipping around under mm. the brace, Give me a holler because we came up with a really fantastic solution for that. Uh, okay. Also, um, my favorite part of the show is hard to choose. I honestly look forward to each part as they always include interesting stories from everyone's week in music to four on the floor to a variety of interesting guests like like our guests today. I enjoy hearing all about the makers out there. Lastly, each show includes at least a couple of laugh out loud moments for me. (laughs) 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 There we go. Mission accomplished. All right. Well, hey, uh, Christopher Logan, thank you so much for that note. And thank you for supporting our show. It truly means a lot to us and absolutely helps us out in so many ways. Yes. Okay. On to what's going on in our music world this week. The lovely, yes. The sweaty, not today. Well, it's 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 human. I can see you're glowing on your face, so I'm calling it sweaty. <laughs> okay. Yes, I'm glowing. Yes. Um, the early rising, Tanya Blonsky. Uh, yes, early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy and wealthy and wise. Yes. But that's neither for me. So this week, couple things. Uh, just this uh, this morning, I brought in a, a replacement Gibson Les Paul custom telephone. <laughs> Our good friend Jared. Uh, we will take a picture of that. Yeah, I did. T- I sent it to you. Oh, you did? Yeah, of course check I did. That out. I All right, did it. Okay. Post to, post that. Thing. I will post that thing. So it's kind of cool. It's an old uh, telephone uh, from the probably eighties, maybe. I guess. Um, 
And Jared had one, and uh, he it was a gift from his mom, so he really wanted it back. So I found an, a replacement one on eBay for a very reasonable price, and uh, and so it's uh, it's now back to part of the the uh, the 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 studio uh, landscape here. So there's that. Um, I was surprised this morning. I was open up my Instagram feed, and there was a picture of Jeff Tweedy from Wilco playing a Jaguar with a guard that I had made for, for Jeff about, I don't know, 15, 16 years ago. Wow. Um, so that was kind of cool. I'm glad that he still has that one. It's a, basically, it's an old, I think it was a mid-60s Jag that um, he wanted uh, with just a, uh, a single humbucker. Uh, so it was a black-white-black guard, that, and I'm just happy that he's still playing that particular guitar. He must like it. Fantastic. So, and then thirdly, I was perusing the latest issue of uh, Vintage Guitar Magazine, the August 23 issue, with uh, Steve Lukather on the on the cover. And there's an article, and I, you know, you know what a nut I am about trainer amps. Mm-hmm. And there is a. Uh, Dave Hunter did a uh, story or a... Trainer, and for those that may not know, because it's not as common as we often talk about, Trainer, T-R-A-Y-N-O-R, yeah, from, from Canada. Canada, yeah. they were Specifically built- the uh, pre... Oh... Because they did some, they did some reissues, but we're talking about the older ones. These are the older ones yeah. from the '60s and maybe into the '70s a little bit. Um, uh, but anyhow, there is uh, an article on the Trainer YGM4 Studio Mate, and what really piqued my interest is I actually had one of these amps. Um, it is a basically a 15 watt um, two EO84 uh, or six BQ5A if you're in, in the US. Uh, and, um, what's really cool about it, it is, you know, it doesn't have your typical speaker arrangement. It has four eight inch speakers. And, um, the, I, hmm. the, the, the theory, I guess, in reading the article is it and, a guitar amp or is it a bass amp? Uh, you could probably I know because a lot of them both went kind of like... Yeah, the Studio Mate, I guess, was really designed to be used in the studio because a lot of musicians of the day in the 60s and 70s would use, you know, something like a Fender Champ or something like that that had an 8-inch speaker. Right. That's what actually made it onto the record. Hmm. Um, so I guess... Does it the, have a big cab? Does it have a what? Is the cab quite big? Well, you know, you could easily fit a single 12 or maybe two 10s diagonally. Yeah. So Because that's generally what, what lends more to the bass response and the or, or helps towards it than the size of the speakers. Because I've got a 210 yeah. um, Fender Super, and it, it kills on the bass. Yeah. Well, what's cool yeah. about this is it does have a sealed back. And I do uh, remember that the... For a live sound, the eight-inch speakers weren't really bassy, um, mm-hmm. but I think if you mic'd them like you would in a in a studio, yeah, uh, you'd end mm-hmm. up with the same thing. But it, I, I also remember that it had a really killer tremolo, and uh, and it also had a reverb tank in it too. Um, but mm-hmm. um, you know, coming off of our Vox episode a couple episodes ago. Um, you would think with the arrangement and everything that it would be closer to a Vox in nature, but it was actually, it sounded more like a Fender and, um, in based on, you know, what our friend Rob had talked about, there's a, was it negative feedback loop or something like that? Um, 
that is common in fenders, and that helps provide more clean headroom. And so it was a pretty clean-sounding amp, um, as I remember. Probably wish I had that one again, but, you know, uh, as, as is often the case, yeah. you, you trade and buy and sell. and Nice one, and then And then regret. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, but anyhow, pick that. There's, there's a couple of really good articles in here. Uh, but this one, you know, really caught my attention. So, well, uh, and on your note about the Vox episode, uh, we've got another 101 scheduled coming up. Um, not right on the heels of this. We're going to give it a little bit of time, but it's all about Marshall. Ah, Marshall, so, Marshall, Marshall. Yeah, that should be really, really fun. Um, and that's not Eminem you're talking about, is it? Right, right. No. <laughs> or nor just is it Marshall Crenshaw. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's let's check in with Marcus and Izzy. Uh, Izzy, why don't you go first? What have you been, what have we been up to this week? Oh, this week. Um, plenty of Darlington Flyers. Yes, and we'll, yeah. we'll get into introducing those uh, in just a little bit. What do you uh, listen yes. to these uh, these days? Oh, listen to. Ah, uh, I mean, this week I've listened to a lot of um, the Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, oh. so I think it's Siamese Dream. Oh is yeah, that the album name. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's been my favorite this week for sure. Well, you just uh, uh, struck a chord with me because that is um, that that is one of the most important albums to me ever. Period. End of story. I kind of like Melancholy and the Infinite. Well, sadness. you you would. Um, <laughs> but Izzy, check this out. I just uh, was at a friend of mine uh, whose name is Mark, and he has um, a, a rather incredible collection. He's of called Mark. His yes, he's called Mark. What? <laughs> What did I say? You said his name is. What is that? We're talking to people that are British. Okay. He's you called would say Mark. He, okay, he's whatever. called Mark. Uh, My friend called Mark. My friend called Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um, anyway, uh, so he he had a bunch of them pulled out. And what, what happens is, like, I'll go over to his house and we'll just, like, hang out. And you know, he'll pull out all kinds of old records and weird stuff. And he said, I think you'll like this. And he, and he pulls out the first... Uh, mm, I don't know if it was the what would be termed as the first pressing, but it was the special pressing of the first round of uh, Siamese Dream that it was in cool. uh, pink and orange um, swirly swirl vinyl vinyl. Yeah. And it was oh, I, wow. I really wanted to go home with that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's that over there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and oh, uh, yeah, what? Oh, sorry, the, the, the stream broke up a bit there then, so... Oh, yes, uh, as it as it does. Um, and then, yeah. Marcus, for you, um, at, the, at that same uh, instance, he uh, he also... I, I mentioned on a recent episode that I got the... He gave me the, I guess, would it be PR notes, the, the radio release notes or whatever... Yeah. ...for, um, for the Stone Roses' first release. Um, and so oh, he, okay. he let me yeah. keep those, which is really cool. Um, and, mm. uh, but he also had a, a, a early, very first, uh, UK pressing of, of their self-titled album. And that is brilliant. Ex- yeah. Yeah. That's ex- a, that's, yeah. You can't expensive. go wrong with that album. Can you really? <laughs> no, absolutely no. not. I'm a big a, fan of that. Uh, anyways. Yeah. So Marcus, how about yourself? What's well, going what I've on? been listening to. 
Um, well, musically, uh, it's been a blur this week, actually, to be a complete blur. Um, no, the, obviously, Blur have released a new album, which I've or which I've been kind of getting into, uh, mm-hmm. the Ballad of Darren. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty cool. They mm-hmm. seem to be on an absolute, you know, they've literally taken off where they left or, or started where they left off, really. There doesn't seem to be, it seems really seamless. Their creativity is still there, their, their kind of sense of fun and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Great guitar tone. So, yeah, great. Um, and a bit, of, a bit of Paul Weller, really, nice. always goes down. <laughs> goes down well for me so um can't beat the mod father yes indeed yeah yeah (laughs) other than that what else have i been doing i've been cranking my emprise amplifier uh uh twin tweed super wow oh Um, okay back that up emprise emprise amplifiers if you don't know them check them out they're a uk manufacturer small one guy all point to point does his versions of old Fender. He does some martially stuff as well, but uh, mostly Fenders. Um, and he skirts between tweed through a brown, brown panel and early sort of uh, silver face kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and, um, yeah, this is a 2x10 tweed super. Ooh. So it's like half a baseman, basically. So it's a 35-watt. Mm. Two by ten, um, in a biggish cab. That sounds and pretty awesome. It, it's a great little lamp. It, it skirts between like a five e three Tweed Deluxe, which has basically got one volume, and and then it just gets more distorted basically, um, and like a, a basement, which is kind of yeah, nearly nearly all clean headroom until you really crank it. And it kind of just sits in the middle where it's got quite dynamic, um, but it the 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 way it drifts into into drive is much smoother. Um, and I've been having a lot of fun with that. Now and, um, you're playing live with that one? Uh, not at the moment. No, I've just been uh, just been cranking it this week. Um, but and I've not really got a live setup at the moment. Actually, I haven't been gigging. For, for a little while so okay. um but that's the plan because yeah. it's it's pulling me towards uh you know making some phone calls and getting the, the getting the band back together yeah <laughs> now so, uh, are you, know, you are, are you familiar with the 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 10 inch speaker setup is that something you're comfortable with or is this sort of a new thing for you it's uh it's new to me yeah i'm, I'm usually a, a, a you know i've usually used 12s uh, that's usually my kind of go-to um, but the the original, so the you know uh, Joe Bonamassa uh, just released his his Fender Tweed yes. reissue, the thing with so the expensive. chrome stripe down the middle. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is the next Fender's next iteration of that amplifier. Okay. Um, uh, so um, uh, yeah, so the twin tens is you know it's obviously and his has got his version's got twin tens as well so i was like yeah i'll have a go at that if it's good enough for that fella <laughs> you know, um, yeah so then, uh, what kind of speakers are in the amp i've got uh, ted webber ted webber um oh crikey whatever their their jensen uh pq 10 r okay. i think 
So whatever the the, the, the Jensen's that they put in the original tweeds, it's it's Ted Weber's version of that. Those are Alnico, right? Alnico, yeah, um, and uh, just just voiced to be a vintage Alnico. That yeah. sounds um, like a killer amp. That just it is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I had um, there's a there's a UK uh, blues player called Ainsley Lister um, who came over and who actually has uh, purchased my VW camper van from me this week. So oh. that's another thing I've been doing this week. <laughs> fantastic. Um, Ainsley Lister he, is arguably the most British name I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> yes, very. Yeah, um, the and third. Uh, <laughs> the third. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he told me a story actually. Uh, he when he started gigging, um, he he went to get. There was a time when he went to get paid, and the guy said, "Yeah, I'll pay you, but I need to. I need you. What's what's your real name?" And he's like, it's Ainsley Lister. And the guy was like, no, 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 that's your stage name. Don't don't kid me. What's your real name? And he's like, no, Ainsley Lister. And the guy wouldn't believe. He had to come back the next day with his passport oh, to get wow. paid. Yeah. But wasn't he thought that, it was some rock and roll. Wasn't that the whole thing back in like the late 60s and early 70s where a lot of these guys were ado- adopting like uh, uh, stage names because yeah. the taxation was like was was really brutal and they were absolutely yeah, that, yeah. that was like the whole genesis of that as i recall hmm. yeah and also dodging uh, so they could stay on social security as well i guess yeah <laughs> uh, but that's another story that's another dodge that i don't the know dull. anything about the dull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dull yeah that's it um i watch movies it's cool um <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> what about you todd what's going on in your musical world this week ah uh, well um I mentioned I I just picked up that Ibanez 89 from 1983 and um I was trying to dial that into the uh the the HX stomp see if I could get close to that um and it, yeah, I mean it's way easier just using the pedal. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also trying to be economic with uh, the what I'm using for live situation and um uh, I mean, I love the sound of that, so I might just put that after the, the stomp. But um, uh, anyway, so that, that that's uh, I was up at stupid hours for whatever reason. I decided at twelve o'clock. You know what I should do? I should get into the helix and try to decide if I can get this. That was dumb. Um, so twelve hours later, a little bit late. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually extremely easy to to mess around with. Um, but uh, in bigger news. Um, I have, I don't think I've really talked too much about this, and I am going to be putting out a, a series of videos uh, back to back to back to back in quick succession to show the experience. Uh, but uh, Chase and I have been, uh, we've, we've been putting Vinny on a diet. Now, mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know what Vinny is, Vinny is uh, my custom design guitar that, uh, that I had Chase Gullet build for me and, of Gullet Guitars. And if you don't know those, go look them up. They're incredible. Go look at Tarko. And um, it was, I said, I want to, I, I was playing a, uh, a Les Paul uh, special double cut. Um, and, and I really love that. But it was, it was like a little too light. It was like kind of flippy floppy a little bit, you know, and I'm playing around. And I just wanted something with a little bit, I just wanted something different, a little bit more, less uh more more weight less round in areas so i created this design that i have 
and I, he said, well, how heavy do you want this? I want to said, man, I want this thing to be like good and heavy, <laughs> good and heavy. And he, he got, he literally found the heaviest piece of, of African mahogany that he could find. Um, and then I realized I, uh, this is a bad idea about a year and a half into gigging. <laughs> so much to his chagrin, uh, you know, I said, Hey, we got a we got to drop some weight on this thing and it, it, it killed him, but it's been a fun experience actually doing this. And we've, we've been making choices on like, what do we, what do we try to gloss over? What do we try to like make new? What do we leave? We had it on the bench and it got a couple extra nicks and stuff. And he's like, Oh man, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, no, dude, this is the journey. I want this on the guitar. Don't touch it. Don't try to fix it. Just let it be. And, uh, so we've been, dropping <laughs> there was so much wood on the floor i can't believe how much how many pot uh, just the, the sheer amount of of shavings that came out of the back of this guitar is so ridiculous. have you chambered it or it's just been carved um we so it's flat on both sides fortunately or mm -hmm. else this would have been a real nightmare um it's not a it's not mm -hmm. a carved top um uh, but we we set it down and I can't remember the name of the drill. It's the one that did Forstner bit. Forstner bit. Forstner. Yeah, yeah. So we have just been taking you know circle sized chunks out of the back. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. But the but it was neat because you know I, I said don't just make it all symmetrical because it's a symmetrical guitar um, mm. because I didn't want it to be like a top flop you know. Um, and and want to want to kind of keel over from the top end um so we left we we said all right let's balance the weight so it's mores on the bottom of the guitar um if you're holding if you if you have it on your neck and um more is weighted towards the control area and right. you know once we started pulling that stuff out it's making me nervous because i'm like if we pull out too much and, and now it neck dives or something like that right. and we we got it to where we were just about ready and i said all right let me let me put this on we put the strap locks back on and i hung it and it was it was like it was on a guitar stand like that that you would go up and play it, i couldn't believe the balance yeah. on it was just absolutely oh, perfect yeah, you're going to relame it now, the chiropractor light. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't know this, but I called Chase and I asked him to fill that cavity up with lead. So. Oh, perfect. Yes, <laughs> lovely. Um, so anyways, we, we put a cap on the back and um, now we're going to get it painted up this weekend. And, nice. um and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna let some of the history of what we did show, and it's, it should be really cool. I, I'm hoping to have it for our gig uh, August 12th. So, nice. Yes. Sure. Anyhow, um, onward and upward, ladies and gentlemen. Um, oh. Hey, speaking of pedals, yes. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was a bit left field, isn't it? <laughs> um, Izzy, I know you have an extensive pedal collection, so I'm just I, I'm going to suggest to you that that in order to to uh, link all of those up, because I know you have a rather um, impressive pedal board for your for your live stage shows. Um, Tour Gear Designs makes incredible patch cables that are e extremely low profile. Yes, uh, so they work 
uh, with with your top mounted jacks and your power supplies and doesn't get all bogged up back there. The cable itself is flat. It's flat, so it bends correctly. It doesn't pr- produce kinks. Uh, and also, they come in different s- shapes, uh, such as an S. So you would go a top mount into a side mount or vice versa. Or C-shaped, so you can go top to top. It's great. And all kinds of different lengths. If this sounds exciting to you, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> go to TourGearDesigns.com, load up a bunch of these things in your cart, because you will need more of them, and enter the guitar knobs into the coupon code. You're going to save 10%. 10%. On these incredible cab- cables. 10%. Yeah. And, and, uh, and they Marcus, ship what? you got some of those, didn't you? Uh, I think I have some somewhere. Yeah, yeah. They ship yeah. worldwide. Oh, they Perfect. do. Yeah, absolutely. Even to to the Queen's England. Yes. 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 That's in the world. <laughs> that's, it's, it's, I believe it's didn't, didn't Doctor No order some of these as well it, when he was. Yes, he might have. He yes. might have. Doctor Yes. He said yes when he got it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, thank you to Tour Gear Designs for sponsoring our four on the floor. Let me get a little bit of this. One, two, one, two, three, four on the floor. All right, Marcus Reeves of mm-hmm. Reeves Electro. Yes. Give us your four on the floor again. Four on the floor. Um, right, so uh, yeah, it's changed. I can't remember what my uh, choices were last time. I think the broadcast was in there. That's been kicked out now. Um, not because I don't like it, just because... Um, I'm. I change it all the time, to be honest. Um, so, I've got a couple of fuzzes. Uh, the first one that I really uh, need to pick out is the uh, R2R Ooh, Mark yeah. II Tone R2R Electric. I, you've had Chris on the show, haven't you? Yeah, twice. Yes. Yeah, I just had. Twice. He, he just oh, okay. made me one. I love that. That is my yeah, one of my favorites. It's killer. It, I actually share this this pedal with the uh, TPS. Yeah, because uh, uh, um, Chris was gracious enough to send one over to me to take down to the guys at TPS, and they played it for a while. And that um, pedal show for uh, those that, who sorry, are in yes. the inner circle. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, I've got it up here at the moment. I'm taking it back down uh, probably in a couple of weeks when I go see Mick and Dan. Um, so yeah, uh, flawless. Honestly, I mean it's. It's as close, I think, as you'll get to, you know, the Mark IIs that Jimmy Page and Jeff Beck played, to be honest. I don't mm-hmm. think it's, you know, going to be much different to that. To that. Um, so, yeah, absolutely killer pedal. Um, and, a, and a totally great dude. I mean... Uh, yeah, Chris is just a legend. Yeah, we, we talk most days, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, next time you do, we, tell, him, tell him hi from us, okay? Shall do, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. We have a little uh, little pedal builders in a circle, a chat group on uh, Instagram called the Nine Volt Nation. Nice. Um, and we're uh, yeah, we often you know there's often all sorts of uh, stuff going backwards and forwards there, so that's pretty cool. Um, anyway, I, I digress. Uh, number two, another fuzz, uh, the Greer uh, Super Hornet. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, I have that. It's. Uh, it's oh well you know it's just a it's just literally a grin pedal isn't it it, it just is. has that grin factor it so it's um 
It's uh, Nick Greer. It's his copy of the uh, Fox Tone Machine, which is a um, upper octave, Octavia type fuzz. Um, but his take on it is that the uh, upper octave ha- it comes on a there's a uh, momentary foot switch, and you can set that momentary foot switch. So you step on it and the upper octave comes in and you step off it and it goes off again so you can kind of stutter the upper octave and it's just brilliant or you can set it so that it's on all the time yeah. like an original box tone machine and it's, it's um, really cool especially if you're uh you know doing a little bit of you know fiddly bits and uh and you, yeah. you need to make something kind of stand out Pop or out. make it more interesting yeah. absolutely and i would Todd, if you haven't tried this, try putting a um, if you've got a muff that's got a mid con- a big muff that's got a mids control on it uh-huh. of some sort, uh-huh. put that in front of it. Um, you might have to kind of set the um, the tone on the on the Greer Super Hornet a little bit lower because it will get a bit sparkly. But put that in front of it and push the Greer pedal really hard with the muff. It's and and have the octave on. It's a fuzz tone to destroy. Wow, destroyers basically. <laughs> yeah, it's it's absolutely. I did it. I did a reel a couple of um, probably about eighteen months ago with it, about ten seconds, and it just everyone was like, "Whoa, what's that?" So um, yeah, try it. Put awesome. a big muff in front of yeah, it. Yeah, I can. I can. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely give that a shot. That's too sure. Cool. Uh, yeah. What's number three? Number three, um, okay, there's a, there's a UK builder called uh, JSA Effects, just another effect. Um, he's, a, he's a really cool guy, um, and um, he builds a lot of pedals, but everything he builds, he will put the, the schematic, and, and he's very original. He takes his kind of take on, on you know, set circuits and really tears them apart and goes in and, and does lots of interesting things, puts charge pumps in, and um, um, oh, I can get really technical, but he makes discrete op-amps instead of op-amps, which is, in layman's terms, you have an op-amp, which is like a little amplifier in one little chip, mm-hmm. and it has lots and lots of things going on inside it. What he does is he kind of takes that circuit and then builds that, um, as a circuit using resistors and capacitors and transistors within the ah, uh, within like a, a, de- a deconstructed op amp, yeah. And if you hear, the, yeah, exactly. So if you hear the word uh, discrete op amp, that's what that means. Okay, that's All actually right. a deconstruct. Like it's a really, that's a really good description of it. Actually, de- deconstructed op amp. Yeah, I, I, well, you can use and that. Means- Go ahead. It's, yeah. it's fine. Thank you. I've written it down. And I'm, I'm, off, I'm off to the trademarks office. As there you, you go. Real so, uh, so it looks like he um, rather unapologetically is doing, he's not trying to say, hey, I've done something and tweaking it and, and made some kind of you know, fantastic new thing out of it. I mean, the, the boxes are relatively naked with some, um, yeah. some uh, label tape on it. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of reminiscent and, uh, of the, uh, uh, oh shoot, not the Shinny, but um, the you know the guy who does all in the Japan that does all the Dumbly 
stuff. Oh yeah, um, the boxes. Um, yeah, I can't remember his name either. I know who you mean. Um, but yeah, so he does, and his pedals are just just brilliant. Really, he takes kind of the the whole idea of you know headroom and the charge pumps and all those sort of things. So you know internally, I've, so the pedal that I've got here is called a FET breaker. Um, and so he he took the the, the blues breaker the Marshall um, blues breaker pedal and designed it with um, FET transistors instead, um, which I, I, again I won't go into the the technicalities of that, but it's basically just they're they're more powerful, cleaner. They're they're almost more of hi-fi amplifiers to be honest. Hmm. Um, but he kind of just stripped it apart and said he's he's got a very um, broad way of thinking about you know uh, taking these circuits on you know um, and this FET breaker is it's just such a great little overdrive um, you know the the blues breaker is good but it kind of for me and I guess a lot of people you know are like well. There's only one way really to run it, and that's in the last ten percent of the game. Yeah, you know, because everything else just, it sounds just kind of pretty like average, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this FET breaker, he, it, it, it's really dynamic, even on the low parts of the game, and that's where you get. It just brings up, brings out your guitar, um, and uh, it's just a great little pedal. So yeah, and I've got the and they're really affordable too. Them. Oh crikey! Yeah, he's just started. I mean, he used to do them all on um, uh, just on strip board, uh-huh. but he's actually recently, in the last few months, he's moved over to uh, actually producing his own PCBs and has um, yeah just started a PCB range of kind of a more stock range. So, uh, which is great. It's really good to see. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'm all over that. But uh, yeah, I've got one of his original FET breakers. Cool. So that's number three. And if you're trying to find those, um, it doesn't appear, I could be wrong, but it doesn't appear that he actually has a proper website. Uh, looks like everything is no. being sold either on like Facebook or Reverb. Um, um, I believe you can buy through, oh, I want to say Break the Machine, but there's one of the UK distributors. Um, I, which I can't remember which one it is, but he does. He, I think he sells through. Yeah, I can't remember, but he, he, yeah. I think he's got a distributor somewhere. In you, the UK. You'll find something if you look it up. You'll find something. Yeah. Don't you know? DM him. He's a he's he's a really you know he's a nice, lovely guy. He'll he'll you know he'll reply if anybody's interested. Yeah, sounds good. I'll see if mm. I can. Do you know him personally? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Cool. Maybe we can get him on the show or something. That'd be fun. He's he'd be he'd be great to have on the show. Okay, so uh, how about uh, is that that was number three? That still, was number three. We got yes. one more to go. Holy mackerel! Um, yeah, um, and uh, Strymon Blue Sky. I know it's kind of like a, a, a ubiquitous choice these days, but um, it just does everything you need really. If you don't need anything. You know, super fancy and shimmery and and crazy. It's just, it's almost just a workhorse, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, right there, sat on the end of your chain, boom. Yeah, does and what it says even on though the that's uh, several years out, um, it's still. I know. You know, 
you can't yeah, deny goodness you know no absolutely yeah yeah i mean those guys have uh, and there's some really uh, the thing is strymon are keeping it are still very much in in uh, in connection with what everybody's looking at and what everybody's using but this thing still you see it on hundreds of boards all the time yeah but, uh, you know when I'm we looking do forward these to hearing their when, when we Sorry. do yeah when we do these uh four on the floors as you well know i, I mean i can't at, at least at least one out of three has the flint uh yeah or the like the blue el capistan or the blue sky on yeah. it. it's like it's just it's a yeah. it's almost a given i wish more people use the deco though That's i love the deco. i really like the look of. have you got one i haven't got one yet. i haven't no, either really... it's too expensive <laughs> yeah um for the yeah. for i you know I, it would be it's a special need pedal to me and um i i love the sound of it though when when we had them on the show they sent us a whole box of these pedals which was yeah, yeah i mean like <laughs> When you when you get a chance to just spend a couple of weeks, it's like, oh, here's like all of their amazing pedals. I, Everything, yeah, yeah. I get. I'm really really while. intrigued by this um, this bucket brigade big big. Climbing, it's easy for you to say, isn't it? Bucket brigade. <laughs> um, you know what I mean. Brigade, brigade, brigade. the brig brigade. It's like, it's like um, uh, Todd and Sodder. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, don't get me started on the L. Um, so uh, yeah, it looks really intriguing. I, I haven't heard any tones from it yet. Um, don't know even whether it's been properly released, but it just everybody's going. You know, BBD mad aren't they yeah yeah and yeah. i think this one's a tougher sale because yes it is strymon yes it is a smaller enclosure yes we know it's going to do like any sound that you can possibly think of in that room mm. without getting bananas um but mm. there's also hundreds of other pedals that do that th yeah. that aren't you know 275 bucks I guess it's the digital control, the MIDI control. Same with the Boss. Yeah, you know, because they brought something out very, very similar, and and that's got you know digital controls over the 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 great. <laughs> I, I just, uh, never mind over the chip. Yes, and uh, yeah, um, and I think that's the that's the thing that Strymon will probably bring to the table as well. So I guess it's the flexibility. Can you, um, uh, for, for those listeners who aren't as familiar, um, would, you, would you mind giving your take on, on what exactly Bucket Brigade means? Okay, so you've got, uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, it was the first um, kind of iteration of, uh, of delay technology back in the 70s where these chips were, they were just, it's almost like a sampling chip. So it would take... Um, uh, the 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 sound that came into it, and just snip it that part, and then just repeat it, um, and you can adjust the repeats and what have you. Um, and it's a very analog. Um, there's nothing that's turned into ones and zeros, um, and they they've got quite a limited um, use, really. Uh, that you know they're not as flexible as digital. Um, but they have a sound that you know every digital delay pedal has a setting on it to try and emulate um and there's a reason why people want to try and emulate it because it it just sits with your guitar so well um 
and uh, it doesn't get in the way and it, it changes in flavor as the de delays tail off, um, which is a very, very musical thing. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, and that's why I think, uh, you know, these guys are, are getting to the point where they're saying, well, why do we need to emulate it? Why don't we just use them? Yeah. And surround them by modern technology. You know? Yeah, and 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 really effective uh, controls like the the filter yeah. and the mod. I mean, just yeah. just messing around with those two things on their own. Oof. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I've I've heard people playing the um, the boss. I forget the number of it now, but the new boss uh, BBD uh, machine, and uh, it sounds phenomenal. And quiet as a mouse. One of the things with those chips is that they were quite noisy. Mm. So um, I don't, boss. They 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 have voodoo doctors in their lab, don't they? I think yeah. um, they just do stuff, you know, um, potions and wizards and all that stuff. And it comes out the other end, and it's just silent. So, uh, there we Remarkable go. stuff. Um, mm. So I, I did want to do a quick update. Um, I was close. It's not shinny, but that's obviously that's the really old, um, extremely unobtainium type uh, um, effects units. But um, this is Shin's music uh, that makes the uh, the Dumbledore. They were famous for making the Dumbledore. Oh, okay. It's got the label tape all over it. You know, it's everything mm. looks like a prototype, but they're it's like the you know the most expensive prototype you're gonna <laughs> purchase. Um, yeah. Anyhow, uh, those are a favorite of uh, Joey Callio from Seven Horses. That's a, right. A friend of ours who's that's been right. on the show many times. Um, okay, so that's a fantastic four on the floor. Um, that's mm. setting us up nicely for uh, some some really great pedal news. So w I'm going to give you guys the floor and, and just take it away, huh? Okay, well... Um... If you've been following my Instagram, um, you'll probably know that uh, my daughter, Izzy Reeves, has um, joined me. And uh, she's uh, together, we've been putting together a range of pedals, uh, which she's building. And uh, that's what she's been up to this week, really. So um, maybe want to fill people in on what you've been up to. Lots and lots of painting and wearing old clothes. <laughs> Covered in pink. Yeah, there's a, lot, there's a lot of pink going on. Yeah, so that you've you've uh, true to Reeves' form, the inside is is painted pink. Is it a particular pink that you went for? Uh, we did pick a particular pink. We went through. A, we went through a few. I think it's called frozen raspberry. That is that the is, one? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I thought it only fitting. I mean, Dad's general color trends towards the lime green yeah yeah and i had to go pink yeah it's I like just, almost like a sorbet no other choice color really it is yeah yeah, yeah. and what yeah. with the barbie film coming out this week oh how ah. yeah. i can't get away from the barbie film it's everywhere it, it really yeah. is uh and, and i don't know if you have this over there but um ours is uh the barbenheimer because yeah the oppenheimer released at the same time so People oh, yeah. are doing double yeah. features. So, yeah, it's crazy. I think after Oppenheimer, you need to see I know, Barbie. But <laughs> yes. think about this. You know, the be, yeah. cinema sales down for a long time, and then all of a sudden, 
people are buying double what they would have in in one of the biggest yeah. release weekends in recent years. Kind of remarkable. Uh, mm -hmm. So anyways, enough about that. They get enough press. <laughs> yes. We're here to talk about you. So it is a gorgeous looking pedal. I love the I love that you picked um uh, you know, a slightly different shape for the box, which is unique, which we love everything that's unique. Yep. Um, I love that you uh, have chosen different colors. And, you're, you know, you're, this one is not the suspended point-to-point -point kind of, uh, kind of uh, construction sculpture. that your dad does. Yeah, it is a sculpture. It's artwork. Yes. Um, uh, and that's a-okay. Yeah. And that actually, you know, this is going to make it things uh, maybe accessible to people that, that couldn't get into those. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, uh, just I'll, I'll stick in here that um, the, the PCB thing is um, has always has always interested me, and I, 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 but I didn't want to kind of do something myself that took away my time and uh, my concentration on the uh, um, on the point to point stuff. Um, and well, you've been hanging around for a while, a, a long while. Years. Yeah, yeah, a couple of years, um, just uh, testing things, and it would just—it's just been really natural, isn't it? Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, no. This is a sort of step, I suppose. It just sort of went from carried on from testing things to trying things, I suppose. Yeah, building them up, um, and um, so. And and it was a very big leap because Izzy, she she took to soldering really quickly, the ridiculously uh, uh, oh, shattering. He, 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 she took to what again? Soldering. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Silent thank L. You. It's a thank silent you. L. Thank you. Solder. No, Solder. We, we know what's we know what's going on, don't <laughs> we, guys? That means something completely different. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, not going there. I have a quick um, question. But, you, you just mentioned yeah, the, the PCB boards, and and I want to. I think when we say PCB, the first thing we think of is this this mass produced thing that's you know made in China and yeah. it comes back and they all look the same. These are yeah, yeah. what do you call this type of layout? Um, I mean, it's, I guess it's still PCB, but it's um, old school. Yeah, it's like the PCB, is it trace trace? Uh, I want to say it's like tracers um, where the yeah, lines the are literally are drawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, these these generally look like yeah, the circuit boards from the late sixties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, mm. Um, so there is an. You still you haven't given up on any aesthetic that you. It's have essential to known us. for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so I, I mean, I personally appreciate that. That's something else that makes these special. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think. Again, sorry if I keep butting in for it. About it for it's your show, but, um, butt in, butt it, in. It's just, um, I think, I mean, I, I'm a massive fan of Beatronics. Mm -hmm. um, and I, if anybody doesn't know, have a swing over to Instagram and check out, I think it's just at Beatronics. Um, and their circuit boards are, again, are a piece of art. You know, um, I crack open the back of any of their pedals and it looks as good on the inside as it does on the outside. Um, and 
my my kind of philosophy on that is there are certain players, and it's not everybody, but certain players, and it's like driving a car as well, that you you get um, a good feeling that takes you to a place of openness and creativity um, when you know, when, when you're really feeling it for your equipment. Yeah. Um, and some people just... You know, to know that they've got so much commitment and so much uh, effort and time and thought have gone into what they're playing through takes them to that place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, you know, that's that's what I am as a player and that's what I want to put into the stuff that I do. And I think Isabel Izzy is, you know, the same, you know, mentality that she just... You've always been crafty, haven't you? You've mm. always loved yeah, making stuff. for sure. And I definitely, I think for our sake too, not just, you know, people looking at it, the design process is part of the fun and seeing things slot together. You know, it starts off with one idea, then you have a few and you figure out how to put it together. And then mm. when it's all in this little box, nice and neat, it's just yeah. Very satisfying. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, is your uh, Izzy is pretty much uh, in control of the art that goes on the front of the pedals as well. Um, she screen prints them, she drills them, she paints them, does everything. So it's literally, you know, her. I'm. I. I at the moment, I build the circuits. Uh, or no, don't. Sorry, don't build the circuits. But I design, uh, design the circuits. The circuits. Uh-huh. Um, and um, then, yeah, she makes them up. Now, so. I mean, I always enjoyed a good puzzle, so it's like a very fancy puzzle to yes. put together. That's a great way of putting it. I mean, it, it really yeah. is. And anybody that's taken the time, even if you're not a professional builder, and you and you get a kit or something, it is magical, and it's it's it, you, mm. you can get lost in it, and it's a great place to get lost because I think. Um, I don't know, Izzy, if this is the same for you. Um, it, it might be different if this is, you know, your the, the, the thing that you do all the time, like your dad. But uh, for those of us who don't do this all the time, it, it we're con- we're so inundated with things coming at us all day long, every day, and that is a, a great place to kind of get lost for a while and have your mind to yourself. And I, I just, I personally enjoy it. So I, I'm curious, is that for Does that happen for you or? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Like, as I say, I like a puzzle and that sort of thing. I just have always found it very therapeutic, you know, yeah. starting Indeed. with, you know, pieces and ending up with a whole thing. And it sort of ends up, you look back at it and you're like, wow, that just happened. Yeah. Now, this is called the Darlington Flyer, and you clearly have, well, it may not be clear to everybody, but uh, it, it appears to be a, a, a train uh, wheel assembly on the front. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is the significance of the name? Um, so the uh, the transistors involved, okay, there's two transistors. It's a single uh, transistor fuzz. Um, but you can switch between one of two very different sounding transistors. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those transistors uh, is called a Darlington transistor. Um, it's the makeup 
of the of the transit. It's a little bit like two transistors in one, to be honest. Um, and that was the first iteration that we had before we decided to put in a second transistor to switch to. Um, and that was the point at which the Darlington flyer was kind of mooted. And then the second transistor we put in was um, the type of transistor was a bipolar junction. And kind of the train thing yeah. sort of fell into place, you know. Um, and then we just ran. Well, you just ran with it, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. Then as he came back and was like, oh, I've got all these blueprints of, you know, we were looking at all sorts of things. We were searching the internet one night, weren't yeah. we? Yeah, Googling for a long, long time. But um, no, it was the blue because we were deciding on colours too. Yeah. Because yeah. this screen prints are something else that's different from Dad's. So it, we were deciding what colour to go with. And it was like, oh, well, you know, a blueprint. Yeah, so literally blue. a blueprint colour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we, uh, so we found some blueprints of uh, old steam trains um, and played around with those for a while and eventually came up with this little, you know, what's on the front. It's really so, clever yeah. because, I mean, you're truly, you're switching tracks. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I like clever. that. Yeah, yeah. And we've got the, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a, to there's a voicing switch as well. And you've got like, um, up is the fat controller and down is the narrow gauge. Um, so, uh, yeah. And obviously the fat controller is a, is the big bassy full on. <laughs> um, and the narrow gauge is, you know, more, I wouldn't say treble boosty, but it's kind of got that slightly skinnier tone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Now, how long did was the time that you guys spent on, you know, the, this? But actually, maybe preface, can, can I preface that question? I, I do want to hear how long the process was. But uh, I know that you mentioned she's been hanging around and checking this stuff. What, what was the what was the point where you said, let's do this? Oh, um, it's difficult. It's difficult to actually pin it down, really. Um, you were. Uh, it's probably three years now since you've been mm. testing yeah. transistors. I mean, um, you always found testing transistors quite therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Had to turn off the little beep on the machine there because I got on my nerves. But I guess the the. the point at which we decided that um i think there was a time when 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 i just sort of said oh is he I, I just I, I was just curious how is he could solder and i got a practice board and just said oh fill in these holes with solder and literally she just did it oh, um and and i'm and i'm like fuming because that took me 10 years to get to that <laughs> point. Uh, I did have an incident years ago at school of burning my finger with a soldering iron though badly. Yeah, so you knew how hot they are. Shop. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was yeah, scarred. Scarred but, for life. You know, yeah. we, we overcome. Yeah, um, so I think that was the point at which I thought, wait a minute um, because she's my daughter and obviously you kind of treat your children, you know, with a, with a, um, she's my baby, you know, to be 23 now, but you know, I like 
you know what it's like. I do. I, I, call, oh, my, I call my daughters that all the time. Like I'm just. And, yeah, and I said, yeah. look, I don't care. Get mad, whatever. But that that's how you're always going to be. So get used to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, and th- there was a point when I was like, oh, wait a minute. You know, um, I tried soldering this component in here and, and yeah, all right, boom. Uh, okay, that's very professional looking. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and really, I just kind of was like, oh, okay, right, but just hold the line caller. Um, <laughs> and uh, I came back with a, you know, with a. I think things idea. just gradually sort of slotted into place like yeah. one at a time rather yeah. than it like all of a sudden being some like can't put date to it sort of thing yeah it was just absolutely. sort of a very well gradual and then there was an idea and then mm. yeah yeah so uh, the the circuit itself uh is he did you was this your idea or did it come from marcus no i mean it's my 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 i put the circuit together um but uh, yeah, so I, I kind of I've, and so the boards themselves, um, the design for that was mine, um, and that was then been um, kind of transferred to a, a production-ready artwork, if you like, by a, by a good good friend of mine who produces um, PCBs. Mm-hmm. Um, but the circuit itself, no, it's my. Was it something I that you'd been sitting on for a while that was maybe going to make it into your line, or? Um, yeah, I've got hundreds of them. Yeah, there's 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 sketchbooks full and full and full of stuff. Uh, of they're all tweaked classic circuits. Or, mm-hmm. You know, let's be honest. There's very few original fuzzes. Um, so they're all kind of little building blocks of different you know places from here and there. And it's like you know, beer. I wonder if I. It's like four, yeah, it there's works. four ingredients. Right. Like <laughs> there's yeah. hundreds and hundreds yeah. and hundreds of, of ways to interpret that. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so that. Um, but uh, yeah, so it was my my circuits. But that I think that will be something that, as Izzy becomes kind of, I don't want to say autopilot becomes you know uh, much more au fait with the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, of building the pedals, I think the natural progression will be that she moves up the line in the process of making pedals to designing. voicing, yeah. to designing, and you know all that sort of stuff. So um, yeah, I, I can't see that that's out of the realms that uh, you know at some point in the in the well the rate she's going with you know the way she's improving and in, in all aspects of you know of this thing, uh, I don't think it'll be long. That's fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, um, having done these, uh, and I know you're still working on them, if you go to the website, it says you're sold out. Um, and I yeah. imagine you're going to be doing the same kind of release with these moving forward as, as you do yeah, with yours. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the first release is we just announced the date just the other day yeah uh, it's the 12th of august saturday the 12th of august will be the first 10 going out i think it's 10 yeah it's 10 yeah yeah, yeah. and then but we we the plan is that um these because they're uh you know once we get going we'll be able to make a few more 
um, they don't they're not as time consuming as my ones are mm-hmm. um, the the first 10 is just kind of like uh, dipping our toes in the water really just to make sure they get uh, you know a good good reception um, and then we'll follow it up probably with another 10 quite soon after that and then look at you know making some you know bigger numbers as the uh, as time goes there's other pedals as well in the in the pipeline so well that was my next question did you naturally say this is awesome wait my mind is already going towards the next couple or are you can you like i think we immediately uh, went off on it before we even finished you know designing the darlington flyer there was immediately three more yeah yeah um so that were can you give us hints to what where those might what you know without giving too much away? Um, um, well, there's uh, um, so there's a pedal that I've had kind of bubbling away in the background, which was the uh, a, a kind of slimmed down version of the Leo, mm-hmm. which is a uh, which is my point to point tweed overdrive tweed voice overdrive and that has lots of settings on it and get there's a really wide gamut of uh, from wide open sort of high power twin all the way down to a little tweed champ kind of boxy sounding thing you can get all sorts of things um and i've i've been kicking around the circuit um that i was that i'm going to call the leo 12 that i was going to do point to point but i think it would suit what izzy does really well so that'll be uh <clears throat> it'll be like a tweed deluxe in a box basically i mean it's, it's something that's been done before but um i've got a couple of little takes on it a tweed deluxe has been my go-to amp for 15 years i know the thing inside out and i, I genuinely don't think the essence of that amp has been captured in a pedal yet um so well all right that's yeah so that's the leo 12 um which is then probably the next in line um and then one called the facet which is um a take on okay so we've got the fuzz face circuit <clears throat> which is uh which has been used in uh, and we call it the fuzz face circuit but it's it's really just a common amplifier um, but it's been used in the fuzz face. It's been used in the Vox tone bender. It's been used in the in the Solar Sound 1.5 fuzz. It's been used in uh, uh, brain blank. But anyway, it's 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 a circuit that's been had many iterations, mm-hmm. um, and so the facet will cover those iterations. So we'll do a different color version of the facet um, depending on the different. Uh, um, and they've all been they're all just slightly different values within the circuit to give a very different sounding fuzz but it uses the same circuit Um, and Izzy's idea was which is also kind of where the smaller batches of transistors come in you know in the beginning when I was just testing and grading transistors into you know number values and there was like only certain amounts of certain you know gradings being used and yeah i mean i'd have i've got i've got boxes of 10 15 20 50 transistors 
um, that Izzy was like, what are you going to do with these? And I'm like, oh, no, I don't, I don't know. It's not enough for me to produce a range, you know. And she's like, well, do something with those. And that's where that came from. So each each run might have a different set of transistors in them. Wow. Um, so that would be really interesting. So it'll be the facet and there'll be there may be four iterations. And then within those iterations, each release might have a BC-183 in them or um, a BC-108 or a, a 2N-222. And they all sound slightly different. Um, so... I don't quite know how we're going to get around doing demos of those so people can hear them, but it's, that's a hurdle we need to address. Right. But Well, a lot of um, that comes out in uh, not just what's translating into a signal, uh, you know, electronically to a, like a demo or a computer or something like that, but right. I find that those pedals, the, the, the magic in them is like what, what's happening to your actual ears as it's coming from the speaker as it's yeah. reacting with with your guitar and other and other pedals and your absolutely amp. I mean, and how, so much more going on yeah and i mean it's it's um and to non-guitar players and non-fuzz players even um when you say how it feels in the hands yeah um it's a really abstract thing to say until you've sat in front of a very loud amp with a really good fuzz um, and then suddenly you realise that, yeah, I, can, I understand entirely. I, you know, I don't have to hit the strings, or I do have to hit the strings, or all those things come into it and make it either play itself, or you need to dig something out of it. Um, and you know, that just makes some, me think of yeah. um, when you when you watch someone play a theremin. There are factors mm. that that almost they they don't make sense you know people are just moving their hands and you're mm. getting this just huge range of not only tone but of way that the that the that the sounds are like colliding into each yeah. other and on all kinds Absolutely. of stuff and it's like so if you got that big fuzz cranked up in front of an amp there is that aspect of like those this stuff is crashing into each other in, in unique ways yeah yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Entirely. It's it's a um, it, it yeah. It's a very it, it's own, the the sonic part of it, whether you listen to, is only a very very small part of it. I think uh, there was a recent um, Chris Buck who does a a, a brilliant um, YouTube thing called Friday Fretworks was was talking about. Um, uh, his rig and um, people were saying, "Well, you know, they've got this shy of all these, all these pedals and all these things and all these different tones and all the bits and pieces. Your audience aren't going to be able to tell the difference between whether you're playing a, a blues breaker or a or a, um, a, a tube screamer." And he said, "But I will, and the audience mm -hmm. will know when I'm not enjoying myself." And I think that's the key, is that, yes, of course, the audience won't be able to tell sonically, but you can as a guitar player, and you've got to get in that place to be able to serve your audience. Um, I think that's a really important thing that a lot of people overlook. I, I would agree with uh, that, and because that, yeah. that, that's that's one of the disappointing things, is if you get, if you get something that you think is going to do something, not just sound like something... 
and then yeah. it doesn't. It's just like, yeah. oh, how really? <laughs> but then when yeah. you when you get something surprising that you're not expecting, you're like, oh, whoa, this is I I didn't even know this was gonna do this because I couldn't hear it in the demo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like to be honest, like the super the Greer Super Hornet. I had that moment when I plugged that in. I was like, wait a minute, this this is not what I was expecting. Yeah, and it was far better, you know. Yeah, but it sounded if you like start the playing demo. around with your your tone knob when you got the octave cranked in front of that, and then you start messing around yeah. with your tone, it's like that's a whole other thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All so, the uh, magic. Yeah, so that's the thing. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, we've got lots of plans. Izzy, I want to I want to find out from you. Um, uh, I hope I'm not p- painting I- you in a corner here, but the world of pedals, there are. I I got lambasted uh, several years ago because I made the point. Uh, we were talking about guitar builders, and I and I said something about a certain. Uh, group of people that there aren't very many of and i'm not even going to say it out loud because i honestly <laughs> don't I, even think it i i i can't protect myself against that many rocks again um but <laughs> rocksfortodd.com uh, yeah <laughs> it is i um you're sort of holding a unique position right now yeah i mean it's not something really thought about until it was like oh yeah i suppose that's the thing mm. um yeah. I mean, it's the same as anybody else, and I think that's sort of it speaks for itself, mm-hmm. yeah. really. Like, I don't have a unique view or position on it. It just sort of this is what happened. It just so happened that there's not many uh, women, people yeah, like yeah, yourself. Women. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 if it. it, it I don't understand people, you know, have views on these things. And I, I'm, I don't really have kind of like, there's no line of separation for me. It's just, can, do your hands work? Right. Can you do Are this? Are you a person, you know, do your yeah. hands work? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, get working then. Yeah. You know, um, but no, it's just, it's just, uh, it's a beautiful thing, um, you know, and I think that. Um, oh, it, I definitely acknowledge the fact that, like, it is a it's a unique position, but I didn't originally think of it that way. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I don't think um, it's it's something that is attractive, or attract. Yeah, it's not not attractive in the kind of aesthetic sense, but as a career move, right. Um, and I don't, you know, ele- electronics generally are kind of the um, the world of, you know, the geek. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I suppose we're chipping away at that one, uh, you know, one pedal at a time. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, slight divergence. How in the world did becoming being uh, somebody who's very, very interested to the point of obsession translate from a person who cuts the head off of a chicken on a farm? Hmm. I, I don't understand. Um, How did that happen? I'm sorry, I've, I've lost that one. Uh, um, well, those were called geeks. Uh, I was. Oh, yeah. yes. Okay, that's not an English rhyme. Okay. Yeah, um, I don't know how that. I didn't uh, even know that one. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, okay. And, and the only reason I know um, that is one of my early bands. I had I had the this guy who wrote the the lyrics and stuff, and he was a, he was a fantastic lyricist. He really was. He was a terrible singer, yeah. but um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he gave <laughs> it his best. He gave it his best. <laughs> and I remember there was a there was a line in there, and the first time we heard it, and he said, "For every chicken, there's geek." And I'm like, I just kind of like stopped. And I'm like, the hell is that? What? What is? Oh what are we God. singing oh, about yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then I had to look. I'm like, what does this mean? And mm. so, anyways, divergent. Um, oh, maybe it's a thing that rhymes with beak. Could be. Could be. <laughs> could be. I don't know. Um, I know. Um, I, I, you've lost it. I have no. I have no words, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's okay. According to some, I have all of them. So uh, anyway. many, oh, many, right. words. Yeah. <laughs> many words, many words. <laughs> um, so Izzy, uh, I think as a new builder, and, and I'm going to kind of parlay this in from where we were on our last episode, where we have so many more tools and so many more things to to get ourselves into this world. Um, any words of encouragement for young builders or, or people that are, that are interested in getting into this? Just do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was in a quite a privileged position in that aspect, I suppose, because I didn't have my own tools. I just sort of like nicked them. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then got me to buy some. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's jealous of my toolkit. So, um, actually, I've, I've got I've got tool envy because all of my kind of uh, all, all the learning curves that I've gone through, and I've still got some some tools that are right pain in the butt, uh, but I still use them. And so all those kind of lessons have been learned um, when I've repeated the uh, the toolkit for Izzy, and um, which I keep meaning to do a little feature on Instagram about actually. So uh, that may well come up soon. Um, but yeah, she's got some, and they're all black handled as well. They look so cool. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. I On that note, I suppose just figure out what you need, figure out what you want to do, and just go for it. Yeah, literally. I mean, it's, I suppose it's the same with any any hobby. Uh, just don't be scared of it. You know, just just get on and crack on, and um, um, don't feel the, the the peer pressure to. Um, to be doing stuff that is. Um, you don't have to be good at stuff you enjoy either, which is something that like. That's really wise. Yeah. I mean, like. That's kind of like your musical career, Todd. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, Todd is actually very good. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Well, Izzy, I think we've got. Um, I, I don't want to downplay that. That honestly was really wise. No. Will you say that one more time for everybody, Izzy? <laughs> you don't have to be good at the stuff you enjoy. You just have to mm. enjoy it. I love that. Yeah, I yeah. really yeah, love yeah. that. I don't know that I've that I've heard that phrased as uh, as eloquently as that. Thank you. It's kind of like dance mm. as if no one else is watching. Kind of, sort of, yeah. <laughs> slightly yeah. less cheesy. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> live, love, laugh. Yeah. Oh, boy. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for those who are keeping score, the first uh, Reeves Electro was episode number two thirty-five. Yes, that's go from, back and listen. Okay. To that. That's from September of nineteen twenty-one. No, twenty twenty-one. Yes, I lost a hundred years there somehow. Um, Izzy, if you could build a pedal for 
a musician, who would it be mm. and what kind of pedal? Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have to ask some tough questions here. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I don't think even I could answer that, actually. Well, yeah. you're, you'll be next. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll yeah, give yeah. you two minutes. Who was the, well, fir- was the first thing that came to your head? Obviously. Um, I don't know who. I mean. You could just say a band, even. Yeah. That's difficult because I could say, I mean, this week I have been so into the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. But, I mean, I could also go with a, you know, classic like Jimi Hendrix or something of the sort. Just so difficult. There's a lot of choices. Out there's there. a there's lot of choices. choices for sure. I might be able to make a little connection there if you want to. So with with Jimmy Hendrix. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Are you there, Jimmy? Are you there? Todd's uh, no. a close oh, personal uh, friend. Not, not Jimmy. Not Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I. I have I have quite the uh, the seance kit. Um, uh, anyways, we we yeah. have we have many friends with the pumpkins. Yes. Um, so, uh, how about uh, you, Marcus? Oh, yeah. Um, I'd probably really like to build... Um, uh, again, that's it it's a really tough question, actually. But probably, I'd like to have a go, actually, a, a big muff for, yeah, for Billy Corgan, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That would be quite... That would be a really interesting thing, you know, Um uh, it's a circuit that I've dipped in and out of occasionally, uh, but I'm very much more kind of versed in the fuzzies of the 60s and early 70s, and the Big Muff is something that always intrigues me, so it'd be interesting. Mm. that'd be a really interesting project. And he's got a very specific take on that sonic kind of destruction from yeah. that circuit, really. So, yeah, that would probably be... I yeah, would actually love to see what he could do with the black hat sound, personally. But yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be uh, so yeah. Powerful. That's cool. It's a big. It is a big sounding machine. That one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, excellent. You guys have been uh, a joy to talk to as per <laughs> usual. Um, and um, but you're not off the hook so quick. No, We've no. got a really good uh, would you rather for you. Yes. Okay. Oh, and then okay. We, get to, we get multiple answers from you now because both of you are sitting there. Yes. So without further ado, we're going to kick up the old uh, El Camino. No. A, huh? We're kicking up the Mini Cooper oh, this week. Oh, we're in the, <laughs> the Mini, Mini Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right. Don't make you horny. <laughs> so at this point of the show, Todd, is a little game we like to play called Would You Rather. All right. This. This week... In honor of our friends at Reeves Electro, uh, you're heading. To, you're in. You're in central London, and you've heard uh, that if you bring an American guitar over, you have, you can really do some really great training. You're trading, training, trading, down on Denmark Street. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm. Well, you have a you know a gig bag with a nice U.S. Fender in there, and. Unbeknownst to you, you are approached 
by an appropriator or a tea leaf, oh. as we like to say. Okay. Do you, do you speak Cockney English? Me? Thief. Yes, it's a thief. He says, hey. I hear like thieving bastard. Well, we could say tea leaf. Okay, a tea leaf. We'll do, we're going to do some Cockney sure, sure, sure. English rhyming. Hey, there we go. English Cockney yes. rhyming. Yeah. Um, yes. He says, hey, mate. What you got in the bag? <laughs> Is that your best? <laughs> that's about my best. Not bad, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah Dick Van Dyke. Oh, yeah. I actually, I'd like, I'd like to hear. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke, the worst British. <laughs> Izzy, Izzy, could you be the thief really quick? It sounded a bit more pirate. Yes. yes. Hi, could you be our thief for a moment? Uh, what's in the bag? Oh me? Yeah. What's yes. the thief saying? What you got in the bag? Oh. What you got in the bag? <laughs> that's, that's, a very, that's a very that's friendly scary. thief. The, the, the least menacing thief we've ever encountered. Yes. Okay, go ahead. And I said, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just here. I'm going to trade this for something. And the thief says, no, you're not. You're giving it to me. Now get out of here and pretend you never saw me. Okay. This is so cringy. <laughs> yes. My apologies in advance to our British listeners. Um. <laughs> So, you know, you do what any tourist does. You look for the nearest police box. And yes. uh, you see one, you know, literally half a block down the street. But it's not just any police box. No. Oh. It's a blue police box. Are, aren't they all blue? Some of them. Okay. Many of them. Do they still have police boxes? I think so. Let's pretend they do. Let's pretend they do. Yes, we do. Yes, there's Well, certainly, if they don't have them anymore, it makes my story much more implausible. Yes. So you enter in, and it's not just a police box. It's the TARDIS from Doctor Who. Oh, no. And for those who don't know what a TARDIS is, it is the time and relevant dimension in space machine that the Doctor Who gets to travel through time, space, and dimension. Quantum leaping. Mm. Yes. Well, this particular one lands you back, I don't know, 48 years or so back in 1975. Same spot. You know, you're on Denmark Street. Oh, there's a couple of shops there still. Perfect. You might not even notice there's a difference. So you you walk into the oh, first, first store you see without of obviously your guitar is gone. It's a very sad day. And you explain to the proprietor that you've been a victim of apple bobbing. <laughs> Your guitar was nicked. Do you know what apple bobbing is, Todd? Robbing. Yes. yes. <laughs> He's in Barney. He's in Barney. I get it. I get it. And the proprietor says, chin up, mate. You, I understand. We hate to see that happen to a good tourist like you. Is he French too? Yeah, we. He's part French and part. This is the Denmark Street French guitar shop. Oh, this is terrible. Officer of the law. My minky? Is that your minky? Uh, so he says, I'll tell you what, let's go out back. I'm not going to do this. I'm not <laughs> doing talk. it anymore. I'm just going to talk. talk. I'm not going to make it through this. Let's get apples and pears. So uh, apples and pears. You go down the apples and pears in this case. Because out back he has yeah. his motor car. It's an old banger. And he opens up the boot 
and inside are three petals. Now, keep in mind, this is 1975, so these 1960s era petals really aren't worth much. He says, I want you to have one of these, you know, just to, to, to make your day a little bit brighter. In his boot are an original Sola Sound Tone Bender Mark I, a Dallas Arbiter Fuzz Face, and a JMI Rangemaster treble boost. You get to take one, jump back in the TARDIS, go back to your, you know, 2023, and, uh, and be very happy. So right. the question is, would you rather have the Tone Bender, the Fuzz Face, or the Rangemaster, and why? Okay, so... One more time. The the which one? The, what's the list? And this is all out of the back of a Morris Marina, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So you have the Sola Sound Tone Bender Mark One, right? The Dallas Arbiter Fuzz Face, or a JMI Rangemaster Treble Boost. All very and all very different looking. All very different looking. So not to be confused, and you know, different sounding and too. Very different sounding and different prices. Different, but all quite expensive mm, by now. By, by now, current standards. Yes. Um, very very expensive. Some. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, that's very interesting. Okay. Um, well. Tanya, yes, uh, y- you've been the first one who's been accosted. What are you going to do? <laughs> I I don't know. I just don't know. I'm taking all three. No, I'm not going to take all three. Um, I, uh, gosh, you know, I think I am going to take out of this group. I think I'm going to go with the tone bender um because i have uh, a, a really nice range master already from our amp top uh, like true from r2r yeah we r2r both have that and yeah. that's that's a really really nice thing um i've never been a real fan of the fuzz face but you know the ones that i played were more reissues than anything yeah so i've never had a tone bender i'm gonna grab the tone bender hop in the tardis and come on home hopefully maybe yeah all right. Uh, let's see here. Izzy, how about yourself? Well, for myself, <laughs> I don't need one, so I can, uh, Dad can have two. <laughs> I can take the, <laughs> take the tone bender, pop in the TARDIS, and have Dad's birthday gift ready. Perfect. Nice. Perfect. I like uh, that. <laughs> uh, Marcus, how about you? Well, I've already got a Mark One Tone Bender now, so I'm going to have the first one. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Fuzz Face. Yeah, absolutely, because um, it's it's just iconic, really, and um, everyone was different as well. So um, I think it's a uh, and it, and if it's a crap one, I can use it to keep doors open. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes, or fend off uh, any further tea leaves. Yeah, exactly. Or, no. or make uh, you know B uh, B movie uh, UFO movies with it. Yes, yes, um, yes. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to also take uh, the Fuzzmaster. Um, uh, the Fuzzmaster. The Fuzzmaster. <laughs> hey, there's a go. Go build that pedal, Marcus. Oh, oh, I might make one of them. That'd I be like interesting. it. A yeah. Fuzzmaster Mark One. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mark one um, no, I'm going to go with the Fuzz Face Two, uh, and and that's. Um, 
Hello Sailor uh, gifted me uh, uh, his own version of of the the, the fuss face, and uh, it you know it's weird because he made it and <laughs> and it sounds better than any of the ones that I've that uh, I've I've heard before, and I that made me just kind of realize to your point like. Um, you know, the older ones, there's a lot of variance in those things as opposed to yeah, some yeah. of the other ones that are more controlled. Um, and so I, I'm going to go with that because I think that'd be pretty cool, man. Nice. Mm. That's a great question, Tony. I'm glad you thought of all that stuff. Yeah. You, you made it fun as per usual. Yes. I molded it like a Play-Doh. Yes. Um can so, we get the car in the TARDIS as well? Yeah. <laughs> you, you want one of those, do you? The, the old, the, the Morris Marina. <laughs> oh, well, and any car from that era now is worth, you know, as much as a Mark 1 tone bender. So, uh, yeah. yeah. At least. Crazy. Uh, so, anyways, we are going to uh, thank a few people real quick, and then we're yes. going to say goodbye to our good friends. Yes, that's right, mm. Todd. At this point of the show, we like to thank a special group of people. These are our executive producers. Now, what's an executive producer? Well, it's a it's a person that makes this show possible. How do you become one? Go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Check out a couple different levels in which you can participate. Become... A patron, a sponsor, yeah. a hero. If you like this kind of stuff and yeah. you want to keep it going and you want to just help us out, uh, we really appreciate that. That's right. Um, check out a couple different levels which you can you know, you get some great stuff. And uh, there's some prizes. You get entered into drawings. Yes. Uh, this is this is this is serious stuff. Yes, we do amazing caricatures. Yes, <laughs> I love to make my drawings. Uh, anyhow, uh, each you know, there's there's all that great stuff, but there's yeah. one thing more. Jared, what uh, is that? You get to have your name read all the thing. That is not Jared, by the way. Yeah, boo-hoo. full disclosure. So that's right. That's what I'm going to do right now. So special thanks to these executive producers: Moon Guitars, Vader and Pedals, John Halverson. Rick Calhoun, Trevor Gunberg, Elad Mizrahi, Mikey D, Richard Kendall, Mark Garten, James White, Justin Jones, Anthony Gemalero, Bill Gola Guitars, John Esterley, Anthony Lathrop, Stefan Lamb, Michael Senchuk, Ken Sayers, Doug Christ, Darren Gregory, Tom Brazen, Rusty Sneeden, Ralph Gottschalk, Don Kloss, Gregory Randall, Brett Hogarth, Eric Hammer, Stuart George, Michael Furman, James Bell, James Romer, Cameron Pampas, David Tyndall, Trevor Ellenberg, and Christopher Logan. All righty. Fantastic. But wait, Todd, there's more because there's a special group of executive producers. We call them our grand poobas. They are given a fez to wear whilst listening to the podcast. Yes, and extra goodies. Yes, and, and many. And, and if you will notice... And? Uh, we they also get their own episodes. For, they do from so, time to time. You know, hey, who could ask incentive? For, who could ask for anything? That's more? right. So special special thanks to these grand poobas: Tommy Manasco, Ricardo Igreda, David Kaminga, Brandon Wound Pickups, Hex Matos, Michio Murakishi, Bob Crouch, Jack Cadian, Sam Jet, Tyler Rines, LSJ Music Company. John Williams, James Pennington, Adam Johnson, Steve Keys, Cody Foster, Science of Sound, uh, Brian Robison, Jonathan Jerusik, 
Corey Nigro, Michael Van Zant, Tim Nowak, Jonathan Daly, Martin Cliff, Sean S. David Poe, Billy Spitfire Unlimited, Congregation Deer, 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 Congregation Gear Demos, Paul Van Eppinger, Scott Sullivan, Great Lakes Guitar Pickups, and Matt Hart. That is correct. Thank ya. Hey, also, uh, Martin Cliff just released an album, everybody. Oh. Yeah, you should go to iTunes and check it out. Oh, that's right. I think I saw a post of yes. his. Uh, great friend of the show and um, a, a, a sweetheart of a chap who is a gear fiend. Yes. Uh, he's got a brand new album out, so go check that out. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we need to say a colossal thank you to Marcus and Izzy Reeves. Thanks very much for having us on, guys. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Um, yeah, great fun to be here. Thank you. You bet. Um, and Izzy, it's been a pleasure to meet you, and we congratulate you on your your pedal release and your soldering future, skills. And your, <laughs> and your soldering <laughs> skills, and uh, and and all the the future uh, awesomeness that's going to come forth from you. Thank you very much. It was great to meet you guys as well. <laughs> you are welcome. Um, and f where can people go again to, to make sure that they get these awesome things? That would be reeveselectro.co.uk or on Instagram at reeveselectro. Perfect. Tony, and join the mailing list as well if you want to. <laughs> oh, yeah, do that. Stuff. Do yeah, that for sure. Stuff. You will be, yeah. you get first notice of anything cool and everything is cool. Yeah, indeed. Absolutely. Tony, where can people find you? Head over to pickguardian.com. Check out some of the things that I do in terms of pick guards. But uh, by and large, what I do is uh, custom work. So shoot me an email. Let me know what you do, what you need, what you're trying to do. And I will, uh, I'll make it for you. How's that sound? Fantastic. You can shoot me an email, Todd, at theguitarnobs.com. You can draw me a DM on Instagram, at guitarnobs. And please uh, go check out Flint Effects to protect your knobs. Yes. Uh, on your HX Stomp and other multi-effects units. And go listen to the Villantinos. We've got a new single out. The yes. Villantinos. Hands Tied is the new single. I think you're going to dig it. Is that, Let me know what you is, think. Isn't it Hans Tied? No, that's a, that's a totally different band. <laughs> that's another website entirely. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Anyways, um, it's been a joy to talk to you. We can't wait uh, to hear more from, from you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, more have a fantastic guitar week and subscribe. Oh, yeah. Bye. That sounds, that sounds great. It sounds like you're calling from... Dude. Um, if I get this right, a caravan, a little bit. Oh, yeah, no, because we're quite a long way away from the mic, that's why. Yeah. yeah, but no, 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 that's okay. And you're in a smaller room, so it's... And it's, it's, and it's raining outside. Right. Uh, Gunga la Gunga. There's a very small proportion of the, of, the, um, of the population that have any real emotional... I don't uh, think many of us give a toss, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's <laughs> pretty much the fact. <laughs> Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Bucket brigade. So, okay, well, anyways, happy times, happy times. Yeah, there's a real uh, uplifting Sorry. start. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. Yeah. Um, oh, brilliant. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, yeah. well, big great, big. Well, I'll cut that out. Hang on. Embarrassment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I've just finished. Uh, quite a major uh, coffee, and oh. now I'm just on plain water, so we're uh, we're all good. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
And Izzy, you're on the hard stuff, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You've got, got, got Lemmy there in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> We're great. No worries, guys. That was uh, that was good fun. Yeah, yeah. Always a laugh. Always a giggle. Good. <laughs> Izzy, um, was that uh, at least some of what you expected? <laughs> yeah, I, di- I didn't really come in with any expectations. But <laughs> oh, good. You weren't disappointed <laughs> then. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we awesome. aim to barely satisfy. So that's... <laughs> yeah. well, you succeeded. Yes. <laughs> For the 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 great. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Bye. And away we go. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram, at Guitar Knobs. Catch you next time.